Hey everyone, welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. Uh, Right now we're in a series called The Upside Down World, and we live in a world that's upside down and that it doesn't value life. And this is a very personal issue for Pastor Chuck and Pam. And uh, Pam shared her testimony last week, and right now Chuck and Pam are going to have some conversation about life and uh, the value of life, so stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. And uh, I'm so excited for how many of you listened last week to the question, do animals go to heaven? And uh, we are going to be uh, having a fun time on the podcast, uh, talking with people and sharing with people to answer questions like that. So it was fun to have Noah with me. And uh, I know that I got a lot of feedback how many people love Noah, uh, which I knew anyway, but that was pretty cool. Today, I am super excited because my wife, Pam, is with me. Uh, She is the love of my life. Uh, right? I am, and you are mine. <laughs> yeah, and I show you that privately as well as publicly, right? You do. Yeah, yeah. I don't doubt it. <laughs> okay, I don't think you doubt it because it's 100% true. And uh, there's an old saying, what you love the most, you talk about the most, and I talk about Jesus and Pam the most. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> um, but Pam and I uh, wanted to bring a message out, and she did it in an incredible way on this last weekend's message where she shared her testimony. And then I'm following up this coming weekend uh, with a lot of scripture for people to know. Um, but what it is now, and so it's not going to be fun, but it's going to be important, uh, yes. what we're about to talk about. And it's the subject of abortion. Um, and Pam, um, I know you shared and uh, uh, very honestly that, you know, you had an abortion. It was our baby yeah. uh, before we got married. And um, I was the one who paid for that, and we were in on that. And um Today, it's the worst sin we could have ever committed. Yeah, it hurts. It's a it's a sin that hurts deeply. Yeah, and we don't excuse ourselves. We did not have good information going in. Um, as a matter of fact, in the abortion clinic, uh, when we first went in, I'll never forget, they told you it was just a mass. A mass of tissue, and it wouldn't hurt. Um, because I had actually my whole senior year ahead of me, it would be the best thing. And it, she made it sound so easy, like, Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, number one, you emotionally knew that right away was not true after you had the abortion. Yeah, when I um, woke up, I knew I had done something wrong, so wrong. And honestly, I was trying to go back and say, I changed my mind. Can I do this over? And I, you can't. It was, you can't, you can't go back. Yeah. So there's controversy about this issue, and by the way, there's only one right side, and it's the Christian side, the God side. So if you're listening today, uh, I get pretty emotional about this. Pam does. It's emotional because it's a baby. It is. Uh, So we're talking about a baby. So we're going to talk about a little bit right now, what are some of the things people say uh, when they say, you know, uh, that abortion is the right choice to make. Um, one of the things I hear people say, in, and it's, it's a very, very small percentage of times this would even be an issue, is what if a woman's raped? Oh, yeah. Um, man, that's hard, too, because the woman's already scarred and wounded from the emotional from being raped. Then to have the baby on top of that, and to make two wrong choices, you know, it's just, oh, it'd be so hard, so hard. Yeah, and I do know that. Okay, so we're not, we understand, first of all, I know I could not even close to say I would know how a woman would feel uh, who had ever been raped or who, um, and and if that's happened to you, man, we know that God brings healing, but it's it's tragic. 
but I, and then to find out they're pregnant. Yes. Um, but over the years, what's so interesting to me is twice I, you and I have gotten very, very close to girls who uh, now are women. Uh, they were young teenagers, and yes. now they're they're women living amazing lives. Both of their mothers were raped. Yes, and they were product of rape. And especially, I remember one um, after sharing my story, she came up crying and just so hurt. And honestly, I thought she'd had an abortion and was um, hurt because of that and hearing my story. But then she said, "No, I'm a product of rape." And what they're saying is, my life doesn't matter. Yeah. And oh my gosh, my heart really hurt for her then because her life really matters. And she was really hurt by the people saying otherwise. Yeah, I remember um, that's how we found out about the second girl too, because we were doing a Bible study and we got into the issue. And I said, you know, even in the case of rape, the baby's a baby and we got to protect the baby. And, and it got really heated. Um, uh, but what happened is she's crying, and, and on her, we didn't know why. And then she said, my best friend, because her best friend was just vehement that in the case of rape, it would be okay. And she's crying, going, my best friend would want me dead. Wow. Um, and yeah. uh, so both the girls, I mean, to them, it was emotional. So it when was. I say it's an emotional issue, it's emotional. It's emotional. Yeah. It is emotional, because it matters. It really matters. Yeah, so once we found that out, in both cases, we uh, I was able to talk with the moms. Both moms, interestingly, um, who didn't even know each other, had decided that that abortion was wrong, and even though they had been raped, they were going to carry the baby to term and give up for adoption. Neither of them did because they fell in love with their babies. Yeah. And it was a part of their healing. Yeah. It was a part of their healing. Uh, I also believe that if someone chooses to carry the baby to term and give it up to adoption, that can be a part of their healing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, um, I know, again, there's going to be some people out there going, well, on that one, I disagree. Well, we're going to disagree then because to me, a baby is a baby and a life's a life. And I really know what God says, that we're to protect the life. Um, the other one we get is uh, what if there's a disability? What if the, uh, they discover before the baby's born there's something wrong with the baby physically or mentally? Uh, what do you say then? Oh, yeah, that one's so... That one's so hard because I love, we have a disabilities ministry and I love every single person in there. And who's to say that they are not loved and valued? I absolutely love them. We have the Night to Shine prom coming up and I'm so excited for that because this is where you get to see, actually see them shine. And they have so much fun. They bring so much joy and laughter. And um, that's, that's a hard one for when I hear people say that because... They don't value life at all when they're saying that. Yeah, we get emotional on that one because I, whenever someone says that, I'm like, well, what do you mean? I had actually more than one person say, well, they're just not going to be normal. And I'm like, what's normal? Yeah. You know, and maybe our <laughs> view of normal is not such a good view of normal. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And uh, so, yeah, I, we know that God has created life to be life and people to be loved. Uh, I know not in every case, but there was one couple you and I were dealing with, and um, they were pregnant and married, and uh, they were told that their child would have a very severe disability, yeah. and uh, the medical uh, insurance they had kept pressuring and pressuring for abortion, and they pressured, and the couple stood their ground, and then when the baby was born, it was 100% normal. Yes. And so the mom, I'll never forget this, she told the doctor, it's a miracle. And the doctor said, oh, no, 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 and 30% of the cases were wrong. Yeah. And they Isn't were like, that you, go ahead. awful? That's awful. It's awful. Yeah, they, they would have killed their baby. 
Yeah. And uh, and they were going to love the baby no matter what, but they're like, you lied to us. Yeah. And, and see, I think that's where I'm going is is when a doc- why why would that doctor think it's okay for them to play God? Yeah. And when it comes to abortion, the thing I want to say is I think that people who are for abortion are playing God. And I'm going to tell you this, only God's good at being God. And uh, you're not good at being God. No. I'm not good at being God. Let's let God be God and let's protect children and, and let's love life. And let's, you know, and let's be there for women who are in places where they're scared yeah. or in trouble. Because it is scary, but it's not the end of the world. It's like life can go on. It really can. But it's the initial shock, possibly, um, telling your parents, um, facing the fact, just whatever the reason. God is there. He sees you. He knows you. And he will get you through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the abortion industry, which is, by the way, I really believe mostly about money. (laughs) It's a big, big time money industry. Yeah. Um, The truth of the matter is they, they... they prey on they prey on women who are in the midst of the grief cycle and cannot make a good decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we all know in counseling, one of the things we have to tell people when you've started into a grief cycle because you've suffered a loss, and when a woman finds out she's pregnant, she feels like she's lost something, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know for me, I know I didn't think clearly, um, and probably would have made some really drastic choices if I had even kept the baby or. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just cause I, it was so shocking. So, but I know for me, honestly, having God in me, helping me cope through everything really made the difference. I don't know how women do it that don't have, uh, a comforting savior to get them through because it really is the only, it's the only way I know that I can be here today. And be okay. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I watched God heal you. I watched us change our view completely. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I think that um, I, I think we are so strong on this because we know the hurt and pain of yeah. making the wrong decision. Amen. And um, doing the wrong thing. Amen for that. I know. Yeah, and God has used you over the years to be with uh, teenagers and women. Uh, women, teenage girls are women, but um, to be with people at each stage of life. <clears throat> but God's used you to bring hope, healing, comfort. Yeah. And I, I think we can't even count the number of babies that are born no. today because of women you've been able to help yeah. through this, pro- yeah. this process. Yeah, I don't even, I I haven't kept count at all. But it's, it's very rewarding to be able to share my story because I don't enjoy it. But it makes it worth it when I hear the stories of they decided to not have an abortion because they heard what I went through. And so that is what keeps me going um, in sharing my story. Yeah. And so thinking back, um, and I'm actually thinking of names of people that um, they would let us probably share their name, but I didn't ask them. Um, But thinking back, how many times, uh, and I'm not asking a number, isn't it interesting how many times you were able to help the, the person come to terms with the fact they're pregnant and then sit and calmly make their decision uh, based on really good information? Yeah. And I think right now I'm, almost all of them kept the babies. I mean, like they had the baby and kept, and kept the baby. kept the babies, yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. And I've seen a few of them grow up, and they're grown 
men and women today, and I love it. I follow them on Instagram, and I just love, I just love it. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, we uh, one of them just recent, one of the wonderful, wonderful girls just recently graduated from APU. Yes. Uh, who uh, you helped her mom and were with yes. her mom, and they thank you over and over yes. for bringing them to the place of the right it's decision. Such a blessing. Yeah. So, you know, the other uh, uh, argument we get is they say, well, you know what, it's the woman's body. So what do you say in that case? Oh, my goodness. Um, I belong to Jesus. Therefore, my body belongs to Jesus. It is not my own. And it is not my own to make my own choices, especially when it comes to murdering a baby. I belong to Jesus. My heart belongs to Jesus. Therefore, my body belongs to Jesus. And I only want to please him. Yeah. First Corinthians 6.19 actually says, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, yes. whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? Amen. Um, and then it says, For you have been bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body. Yes. So, yeah, your body actually belongs to the Lord. My yes. body belongs to the Lord. Um, which some people might look and go, Well, then you better treat it better. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. But uh, but the truth is is that God, you know, is not only does our body belong to the Lord, but there's another side of that, and you know what that that baby belongs yes. to the Lord. Amen to that. Oh my gosh, they're a person. They matter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm going to be bringing out in my sermon, but the Bible is very very clear that the the baby is a baby in the womb and outside the womb. The Bible doesn't differentiate the two. And that uh, Jeremiah was Jeremiah in the womb. John the yeah. Baptist was John the Baptist in the womb. Yeah. And Jesus was Jesus in the, in the womb. womb. Yeah. Um, and they all uh, were known by God by name. They were knit together by God, according to Psalm 139, uh, just like you and I were. And yeah. um, we know that's true. Uh you know, later on in life, uh, God was gracious enough to allow us to have two children. Yes. And uh, I remember um, as uh, Rich and Tim both grew inside you, how real it was that they were their own. Oh, you remember yeah. that feeling? I do. And just honestly, so appreciative and just loving having them grow inside me. It was, it was um, I'm going to say awesome. Just knowing that there's a baby in there and God let me bring this baby into the world, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, interesting, um, I think the word is the right word, is when um, Rich was, our oldest son, was about to be born, we almost lost you and him. Yeah, I got really sick. Yeah. Yeah, I um, and that was scary. Um, I had, I think it was called preeclampsia. Where I was, uh, and I was starting to black out as, um, and I was in labor. I remember that day so clearly. I was in labor all day. And then all of a sudden, the baby's blood pressure went, was going way down. So they had to take him off the medication or put him on medication to lower his blood pressure. I started going, blacking out. And so they had to do an emergency C-section for both of us to yeah. save both of us. And it was so emergency, they wouldn't allow me to be there. They, right. they actually, um, the doctor was an incredible guy, but big guy. <clears throat> and he made me leave the room. And uh, I remember the feeling both of us had, though, is that, wait, 
we would do anything to save this baby. Yes. We would do yes. anything to save this baby. And I know you back then, in a, I, you would have given your life. If it was yeah. the choice of you or the baby, you oh, for would sure. already be the choice of the baby. For sure. And uh, then when Rich was born, he was screaming and screaming. You were being tended to. And uh, the nurses knew I was just had lost it. And so they said, come on into the room. I didn't even wash up. They let me go in to be with Rich right, right away. And uh, I'll never forget this. He's screaming and screaming and screaming, and they're trying to examine him. And I walked in, and I said, Rich. And he stopped. Mm. And the nurses go, he, he knows your voice. Yeah. He knows your voice. And he did. He knew my voice. And, and all I had to do was say, Rich, and, uh, and yeah. hold him and talk to him. And, and he knew me, and he just had been outside of the womb for a few minutes. Yeah. But he knew me inside the womb, too. Yeah, His, you'd sing to him every day. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. on one podcast, maybe I'll sing. No, I won't. <laughs> maybe that's why he was screaming. <laughs> well, to us, it, we've dedicated a big part of our life to protecting babies and to helping women. Yeah. Um, and by the way, uh, I want to say that might be the other lie that really, really bothers me is that all of us who are on the pro-life side that we don't care about the mom. I we know. don't care about the women. And that's not even close to the truth. No. And I'm even careful when I share too. I know I get graphic sometimes because it's what I did. And that's the grieving part of what I did. But I know there's women out there that have had abortions and just aren't ready to hear it. And it's hard to hear. It's really, really hard to hear. But if you're out there and you've had one, it it's worth it. You need to hear it because it's the only way you're going to get healed. You need to know and you need to just talk about it. You really need to talk about it. It will lighten your load. And the burden that we carry is so heavy when we're not talking about it or we're not facing the fact or um, we're, we're holding it in. God doesn't want us to hold it in. He really wants us to talk about it. And uh, that's the beginning of the healing process. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And you've been uh, living that out and trying to help other women be able to do the same thing, and I love that. Um, one of the things that Pam and I know is not only the baby's a baby, but we're going to see our baby in heaven. Yes, I look forward to that day. Yeah, and for some reason, I and we'll, we'll find out if I'm right when we get there, I think it's a boy. I, I think it's a boy. Yeah, I do too, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, in my mind, his name's Matthew, yeah, um, which means gift from God, and uh, we were convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt. Matter of fact, it's one of the. I'm not even. It's yeah. a conviction. We will. Yeah. We will see him, and uh, he'll have forgiven us. Yeah. And uh, it'll be in a beautiful, beautiful experience when we get yeah, to have him. Yeah, it will. And get to be with him. Well, Pam, thank you for being willing to share. By the way, all of you who have uh, been so supportive of Pam, what do you want to say to him? Thank you so much. Honestly, thank you. I appreciate it. I love the texts, the little notes on Facebook. I just, I appreciate it. It matters. Thank you. Yeah, and the message went out all over the world, and and I mean that, Madagascar. Yeah. Um, We got word from Madagascar from Canada. Um, Yeah from uh, just everywhere. So that, that really is cool too. Well, next week on the podcast, if we can make sure it happens, and I think it's going to happen, we're going to have uh, one of our science teachers from the high school uh, that we own come in. And we're going to talk about the question about creation. And uh, we're going to talk about is creation uh, biblically aligned with science and does it uh, match up? And I think you're going to love the answer. And so I hope that you tune in to that. 
So anyway, Pam, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And God bless all you guys and have a great week. Well, I know this was an important conversation, and uh, for me personally, I love seeing firsthand our disabilities ministry and the value that people with disabilities bring. So if you're listening to this podcast, I hope that you know that you're valued and that you're loved, and I hope you have a great week.